0: Welcome, Echoes, back to the cave. Today, on our second episode of The Cave Echo, we're going to be talking about the lives and how they affect our relationships with the self and those around us. I'm Gabby.
1: I'm
2: Rain. I'm Kendra. And Ziamara is here today with us, but she is fighting a really bad throat situation. So she's going to be giving us her take on this topic, and we will be posting it on our social media for everybody to kind of see where she's coming from on this. But she is here with us in spirit, because she is here supporting. We uh, see her. But- yeah, we, we see, can her. see her. <laughs> yeah, so um, look forward to looking at her views on this as well on our social media. She might jump
0: her- in every now and then, but her voice is a little hoarse right now. So if she can, she probably won't be. She won't be saying much. <laughs>
1: but- so I'm going to ask the ladies if it's okay if I jump right in on this. Uh, we we like to take turns um, with. With this, when we're talking about the lies we tell ourselves, it is so critical. I like to use this particular example because it hits home with people quite frequently. I do a lot of therapeutic counseling with people, especially in the twin flame arena. And I had someone that I was working with who was talking about their twin flame who they hadn't seen for seven years. And I had asked them so what have you learned with this situation? And they said to me that monsters really do exist. And I said to them, well, here's the thing. It's been seven years and you are still affected. So as long as you are lying to yourself, you cannot work through all of the issues and the pain. If you did not still love this person, And admit the fact that you love them and admit the fact that it hurts you that they left and they are not here and allowed yourself to heal from the fact that they don't need to be a monster in order for them not to be in your life. Yes, people have problems, but if you deny that you loved and love that person and you don't release that, then that lie that you're always telling yourself is keeping the truth away from you and keeping mm-hmm. you from being able to heal yourself and they were just like oh my god it's true okay? <laughs> yeah and something kendra about that about when the truth is revealed so it kind of gives you a chance to lead right into that because i thought that was amazing
2: yeah absolutely and that is I, I just love the way that you said that too because when people do get to that conclusion it's usually like what you said. They, you know, this is this is just an example. Like if somebody um, abandons another partner or whatever, and they don't mourn that loss of what they lost, they carry that and still react in the same ways, even though they lost that, you know, 20 years ago. You know what I'm saying? So they don't properly like let themselves grieve over. Things like that, because, you know, again, we could go down a whole rabbit hole of how our culture and, you know, doesn't really have a, a space for that um, unless you go to therapy, you know, and then therapists will tell you, you know, you need to grieve that loss, even though it's not like the person's dead. But, th- you know, there's something that was lost in the relationship that caused you to hold on to this grief and anger for so long. So, yeah, it definitely, once you reveal that, you cannot... You see that about yourself, you can't go back, you can't unsee those types of things. So that's what Rain was talking about um, when we had brought this up, is that the lies that you tell yourself are almost always, I've found, to be harder to break out of than the lies that we tell others. Um, So it's definitely um, a courageous thing that you have to do to stop running from yourself and turn around Face yourself and say, "This is my reality, and I'm going to be completely, you know, honest with myself about what's going on." Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thing. That's why it requires bravery, it requires courage, it requires that inner strength and want to heal the self. And usually, that happens when you're at your lowest. You know, is when you finally are like, "Uncle, I give, I give." You know, you're calling Uncle. Like, I give. I want. I don't want to suffer like this so much and for so much longer I've wasted so many years of my life or you know all these different things we hear from from clients that that they've been struggling and they want to just let it go you know and so that's the first step though is like acknowledging it and shining a light right
0: yeah and I feel like too the biggest thing and like another reason why we tend to lie to ourselves a lot more and why it's harder to break out of than like a lie to somebody else is because and then not like we're not even aware that we're lying to ourselves. Like something usually needs to happen to put that like mirror in front of our faces that, you know, it's kind of like inevitable to like not see it, but for the longest time, like so many people just live in like an ignorant bliss, you know, and that's why in situations why you can always see like somebody that you care about and it's like, you can see through this like character or whatever that they've created And you Mm -hmm. see what, you know, where their path is and whatnot. And they may not be able to see it or like vice versa. Like why your best friend can kind of see more of your truth than you can because you've created this whole facade of a reality to hide behind. And it's like you don't, you're not even aware of it happening. And like going back to, like I said, it kind of, you know, it takes something to like really shake up your world in a way to make you see that have to go through things before they even recognize that they are living that way.
1: (laughs) Well, I know, I know we're going to talk about this in the future about addiction, but you know, people get addicted, but now especially, and, and so that's their way of dealing with the lies that they're telling themselves. And when they hit rock bottom, that's when they go to a 12 step program and they start dealing with all those lies. Right. And, and, and have to get to the reality but also on social media, people are able to become a lie. So they get to play out the fantasy of being something completely different and they get to immerse themselves into that, that self-created lie. So there's Mm -hmm. a lot of, of reinforcement. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
2: Our society reinforces that. I mean, at least today, I feel like that's starting to crumble, you know, Age of Aquarius. Um, But before that, the whole illusion that I am this way versus my reality has been, you know, in the making for many years. I mean, Pluto and Leo started all this. When Pluto was in Leo is when a lot of the baby boomers were born. And that was the time when Hollywood became this, you know, Marilyn Monroe type, you know, uh, Judy Garland, you know, it was just like a very like glamorized view of how we are. And I mean, in today's times, we look back at them and we hear all these stories of I was anorexic or I was bulimic and nobody knew, you know, it's like no one knew that these people that we looked up to were so glamorous that they actually had real human problems, right? Mm-hmm. Because we started this whole like idol, like idol worship, you know, of like the movie stars, which then everybody it has evolved where everyone on social media who's just a nobody, like, we're not movie stars, but we want to be portrayed like they are, right? It's like that idol thing where you want everyone to see you a certain way. It's usually off your rising sign too, you know, like, you're going to portray it the way your rising sign, you know, faces the world and and want people to see you that way, but it's usually not like the, the truth of who you are. It's like a very um constructed reality that's just an illusion very neptune oh
0: absolutely
1: well, I think a lot of people don't know how to be authentically themselves without you don't have to share everything that's happening in your life every single up and down to actually be authentically yourself you can say i'm having a bad day you don't have to explain that it's all these all this other drama right and I think that that's the thing is that all, all of the social media or pl- plenty of the social media, people feel like they have to portray themselves with perfect lives, right? And then they start living that and, and you realize, oh, this person is a, is a life coach, but their, their significant other is beating them. So how, how does that work, right? Yeah. Or,
2: yeah.
1: Or, they're, or they're a nutrition coach, but they've been snorting cocaine. Right, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's that
2: projecting
1: image. You have to get away from the image, and I think that social media, in a lot of ways, right now, is is causing more of a wound with the self lie. And people need to pull themselves out of the self lie and just be able to admit, yeah, hey, you know, I have bad days, and but I try to I try to live my life in a positive way, but not in a lie because there's a difference in living positively and creating a lie to live and, yeah. I
0: understand that. and I don't think it helps either too like the way that you know like even before social media was a thing you know we have all of these things where like magazines and stuff and where there's like a standard and it's like if you don't fit into this mold then you know you're a nobody if you like this And you're fucking weird you know from the time we're little like regardless of which generation you're from like this day and age from the time we are babies like we're being fed all of this stuff that is out of alignment with ourselves so we're you know being forced we're pretty much being forced to lie if we want to be accepted because we're taught if we want to be accepted by other people we need to like fit their status quo we little cookie cutters in order to be somebody in this world i mean like kendra mentioned too though like we're moving into the age of aquarius and i mean as somebody with who's always been aquarius and have heavy aquarius placements like you know people are going to start stepping into their truth a lot more because that's one thing you can say about aquarius is like you know we beat dance to the beat of our own drum we don't really let society tell us or what we should and shouldn't like which I mean for myself being like the heavy Aquarius placements growing up like it's been like uncovering a lot of lies that I've been telling myself or some sort of fantasy world that I've been living in forced to kind of contain myself in hold of other people's ideas even Even though the whole time I was like rebellious as hell being like no I'm not going to do that there's still a part of me that allowed myself to do that and like allowed myself to kind of shrink down especially because like my dad like a god love my dad he's an amazing person but you know he was very military very strict very opposite of Aquarius really like (laughs) you know so that caused a lot of like back and forth and turmoil within myself which again like I said like created certain deceptions made for myself that I'm still working through
1: well, I, you know, I think that the thing with that, we've all had situations in our past and when we were very young that um, that were traumatic in nature, right? Mm-hmm. That we had to hide from the world at that time because we would be judged by the action that someone else took on us, right? Right. So we took someone else's action and we made that our problem, mm-hmm. Right in order to function within a societal norm. Right. But then, then you get to a point where you wake up and you realize that the, the traumas that were perpetrated on you are the problem of the perpetrator. Right. right? That they're not yours to own. And Mm -hmm. so, so then when you, you come to that place, you, you throw away that societal lie and you have to, figure out all the different things that you've lied to yourself about like body image and things like that. Like if I'm pretty, then someone is going to, um, you know, be a predator on, on me again. Right. And and so mm-hmm. that's why a lot of people will gain a tremendous amount of weight if they've had, um, like a sexual assault, right. They, they pride right. themselves in order to say, okay, well, um, then then people won't be attracted to me. Or you hear people in society say, oh, she's wearing that. She's just asking to be raped. Yeah. Right.
2: And that goes back into like the beauty standards, which, again, Pluto and Leo, we're going to be having Pluto opposed Leo when it moves into Aquarius. And I'm telling you, all this stuff is going to go away. And that's why we see now today, like, the talk about body hair, right? Because they didn't start making women shave their legs till Pluto and Leo, right? Like, this is the glamorous they thing. They wanted to sell razors. <laughs> right. And they came out with these, like, which $60 for one of those, like, um, electric leg shavers that don't even work right, right? It's not even as good as a real razor. It just, like, gets it short. Um, I-, I digress. Anyways. The, that whole situation happened in Pluto and we could do a whole
0: episode about I, know, I, get, I know
2: i you know angry it makes me angry i get on a rant. I'm sorry guys but yeah that is like the whole beauty standard is going to change and when it gets into Aquarius like it's gonna break up all of that where people can feel however they want and express themselves and identify whatever they want without all these restrictions and judgments it will become a safe space for the weirdos right like everybody can can make their freak flag fly so you know, we can have furry v caves me. again yeah, do what
1: what'd you say yes <laughs> yes <laughs> exactly so- <laughs> We can have furry VKs. Yes, exactly.
2: And no one will be telling us because the the whole thing around that too is like, you know, I'm not trying to talk bad about men, but the male gaze situation has Mm -hmm. perpetuated it in our society to where like I found myself like I'm shaving for a man. I'm not shaving because I like my body this way. I'm shaving because he likes it this way. Or mm-hmm. I'm dyeing my hair this way because he likes it this way. I'm wearing these clothes because he likes it this way. You know, and you start like unraveling these lies and you're like, I don't even know who I am. I'm a shell of a person because mm-hmm. I've been, you know, people pleasing, you know, partners in my life to the point where I you lose yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's where the whole, the lies you tell yourself can, can really unravel, like, who you thought you were. So, mm-hmm. Gabby, you say, and you're still working on stuff from teenager years, like, I feel like this is part of the journey forever, you know? Oh, absolutely. Un- un- unraveling the programming that no yeah. longer right. You, right, and I mean, it's
0: definitely, like, a collective task right now. Like, it's not, like, right. I'm the only person that's going through it, you yeah. know? Because, like, collectively, like, men, women, like, non-binary people, well, like, literally every fucking human on this planet has become like no I don't want to say victim but you know like we've become a part of it you know it's literally like our collective work it's a collective shadow work like we've got our personal shadow work we've got collective shadow work which will accumulate we'll get to the collective shadow work by doing our own personal shadow work but you know and it's like uncovering these lies And I Mm -hmm. think collectively we already see it because, like, you've had, we've had so much, like, I mean, these little Gen Zers coming up and they're they're like, no, like, I'm not going to make my body this way because of you, like, kudos to them Mm -hmm. because, like, we need that, you know, because, like, even us as, like, well, me as a millennial, like, I bought into that shit for so long and just being like, oh, well, like, you were talking about, like, the body hair, like, I'd be like, oh, well, I have to shave because, you know, I want to be desirable, you know, whereas... You know, Gen Z is like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm going to wear yeah, my body no matter hair, what. I'm going to shave because I want to yeah. shave, I'm going to be because I want to be hairy, you know, like, and that's the energy I mean. we need
2: right now. And we're
0: shifting. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the whole love me for who I am, mm-hmm. which that's what we all need to do as human beings as a species is love yeah. each other for who they are and quit with the judgment and the you know like all of the the hypocrisy really because a lot of times mm-hmm. when people are saying you're like this it's because they're projecting the fact that they are like that and they don't like yep it. You know, oh and this of is it themselves, and that's another lie right
0: like mm-hmm. oh, I'm constantly checking myself and... because of that like with the judgment yeah. thing because I notice a lot And it's, like, it's more specifically with other women, because, again, going back to, like, the male gaze and, like, the patriarchy and how everything's kind of been created underneath this, like, toxic masculine energy. And, you know, it's, like, other women. Like, I'm very nitpicky. I'll be, like, oh, like, this and that and that. And then I'm at the point now where it's, like, every time I'm, like, picking apart somebody else, I, like, stop. I'm, like, all right, bitch. Like, you need to stop for a minute. Because, like, what does really do not know this person so like really what are you what's going on like this obviously has to be something within you okay so like time to introspect like
1: right. you know yeah.
2: well <laughs>
0: and
1: i'd like to bring up something about like the body image thing because mm-hmm. it also can be something where you're in denial i have someone that i work with that talked about doing mirror work and said oh i have to do the mirror work again because i'm not loving my body the way it is and i said you I said, are you not loving your body the way it is? Or are you getting to a point in your life now that your body is saying, I would prefer to be a different shape. Maybe mm-hmm. why you are not happy with your body and your body is saying, okay, let's go work out. And, and so that's the lie that people will tell themselves. Yes, you have to start off and accept your body how it is. But then you need to ask yourself, what makes me happy? What am mm-hmm. I happy with? And am I just in denial because I want to eat everything? You know, you know, or starve myself the other
2: side of it, too. Yeah. Like the or starve myself. Like I won't give myself permission to enjoy these things because and I've I've been in that position myself because I did modeling. And I mean, I'm like five foot ten and they were trying to tell me this is before I had kids, too back in the early 2000s, right? Like when the models had to be like hangers, that's what they would call them, like hangers. Like we want the clothes to hang off of you. You don't need, you don't need curves at all. And I was 5'10 and I was only 115 pounds and they were telling me I needed to lose another 20 to be able to participate in stuff. And I was like, what? I will not have any breasts, hello? (laughs) That's not happening. Lots of breasts. So, you know, that was, crazy for me to experience, like, that judgment, like, I mean, snap judgments, like, I show up to to participate in a modeling, you know, thing, and they're walking by you saying, you need to do this, you need to do this, you have to wear this, you have to, you know, like, snap judgments of people, and that is so unhealthy for anybody's psyche, but especially the woman's psyche, because our bodies are already looked at like they are just here to please others, you know, or yeah, you're either pure or you're the whore, which both are just constructs They're, just human. They're constructs. Like virginity or being the virgin is just a construct humans have made up. So is being the whore. It's just a construct that people can throw you into that category to give you guilt and shame one way or the other. You're either not, you're a prude, you're not like, you're not spicy enough, or you just too spicy and you just give it to everybody. And there's something wrong with that either way. They want to tell you there's something wrong with it. But let me hear to tell you, there's nothing wrong with
1: either side. You do you, you know, mm-hmm. and does there have to be a side? There's a happy medium, you know, right. Right. exactly? as a matter of fact, it's awesome. And I don't see why people try to make it into something horrible. Now, jumping from partner to partner and using people when you're doing something negative, that's a whole other thing, because it's because it will come back to you. You are right to do that because they, they are toxic within themselves and cannot, and they, they're telling themselves all these lies and the way that they're dealing with it is by, um, projecting, right. And, and trying to find it in other and hurting other people. And so yeah. that you know, but sexuality and enjoying sex, I mean, hell, I don't want to give it up. And I'm yeah. 60. I want to keep going.
2: Right. And, and exploring with other people is how you learn more about yourself. Like that's, that's a whole exploration in itself. That is very shameful, you know, shame, 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 guilt, guilt, guilt in today's culture. And that's because age of Pisces, right? The church, the church has been around for how many years now. And it's all about the purity culture. Right. And like making you feel bad for that. And it's not like you're supposed to, your body. You're supposed to explore with other people. That's how you learn about yourself and what you like and your preferences. And you know what I mean? Like that's a way to discover things about yourself that you did not know until mm-hmm. you experience those things, you know? So it should not be something that shame. My well, kids call me sex positive. They're like, my mom's so sex positive. I don't even know what that means, but that's what they call me. I'm like,
1: okay, whatever. Well, sex, sex should be positive. And the thing yeah. about exploring is if the the biggest difference that I think a lot of people don't really understand is that exploring yourself and other people, there needs to be a respect, a respect of the other person. It's, right. It's when the respect you don't, you're not respecting yourself or the other person. That's where it's toxic. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's not healthy sex, but. No. And
2: it gets back into that whole lying to yourself too, because then you're usually like, Oh, I have to perform like this for that person, or I have to do this for that person. And then you're making bargains with yourself again with the lies to try to like make something work with somebody and it's like, it's obvious, like things are not in alignment, you know, like quit Mm -hmm. being in denial or lying to yourself or, you know, like trying to feed into that toxic type of energy, just because you feel like, like what you were saying, you're reaching out for those types of characteristics in another person because you don't have them within yourself, you know, and you're trying to complete yourself through someone else when it's like, nope, you have all the tools right here. To complete Mm -hmm. yourself it's all within
1: and if you're faking the o you're just hurting
2: yourself yeah yeah because then it just becomes something you have to pretend again every time you have to pretend instead of having the conversation of like i love you can you please do it like this because this is how i like it i mean like you don't have to make it awkward you can make it fun and just right. be like hey I want you to try something new like can you do it like this or can we maybe try this and I if you have that little bit of awkwardness it will totally change the way that you communicate in that department because you're being more open and authentic and you're telling somebody something vulnerable about yourself and that makes everybody uncomfortable whether mm-hmm. it's in the bedroom or not like just opening up and being like know I don't like it that way I like it this way you know like that's something that's uncomfortable for everybody regardless of what you're talking about but when it is about you know sex it makes it even you know harder for some people but Mm -hmm. open communication is like yeah you got to talk to somebody about that because faking it is definitely going to set you up for multiple fakings
1: down the road like, like
2: just fake it fake it fake it like you want to enjoy your own pleasure you want mm-hmm. to be engaged in this. You want to be in the experience where you're dropped in your body feeling, you know, the pleasure, not like just, oh, I've got to perform and make myself look this way for this person. That's not being who you are. And that's really, yeah, it's, it's cheapening your experience. You're really just cutting cutting it out for yourself.
0: Right. I feel like too, though, like you're saying, it's just, I feel like that's something that usually comes with age. and because we've got so much working against us as a society with things like pornography you know some people's like first sexual experiences aren't necessarily consensual it's not something that they give freely so then it's like they've got all these barriers to work with so you know it'd kind of awkward in a lot of ways because, you know, like I said, the pornography creates this whole illusion of, Mm -hmm. oh my God, if I don't do this, then my partner's not going to be satisfied. And then somebody else being like, oh, well, if she doesn't do that, like, I don't want a girl that doesn't do that. Like these super unrealistic things.
2: Yeah. Or even like the way your body looks, Mm -hmm. right. Versus like on porn, their bodies look, you know, like that is a huge, like something where women or I'm sure men too like feel that performative thing you know what mm-hmm. I mean and that's what porn has done to our society
0: has oh, made absolutely. Us feel like
2: we have to perform you know what I mean like, like we're being filmed like somebody's watching us you know
0: it's like, yeah no, exactly it's, it's like what about person? the passion what about yeah. that like genuine like authentic level connection with a human because like in my experience yeah. like the best sex I've had have been with people that have I've had like more than just a sexual attraction to, like the emotional and mostly intellectual connection. You know, like when it can yeah. be intimate, and if it's like intimate, a before it's sexual, then like the sex is gonna be better. You know, have communication. You have that level of intimacy that's not just a sexual intimacy. And that's another thing too, where, you know, with the lies that we're telling ourselves is like people think that, like, being intimate, quote unquote, means like having sex with a person, but it's like, no, up and like being vulnerable with another human being. Like, yeah,
2: Yeah, that's how, like, conscious, um, they have like a whole thing that we can talk about on other podcasts because I could go hours on this, which is like conscious, you know, sexual partners where you. Spend a lot of time before you even get to that part, just staring into each other's eyes, just, um, you know, holding hands, just like trying to connect to yourself, you know, and like just holding each other skin to skin, you know, for a good 20 minutes, you know, like getting connected before you even have to get there. So then the performative thing isn't so like there because you're not so anxious. You're all relaxed because you've just been loved on been given all this you know what I mean like this comfort and and safety to where you feel more safe to be your authentic self and have those conscious moments with each other where you're actually present you know
1: well I think that I know that we're going to talk about the whole porn and sexuality thing in another episode Um, there definitely is a disconnect with I mean porn in itself is a lie it exists for a lot of reasons, and I think there are some positive reasons that it exists, okay? But I think that it's become yeah. so mainstream that that people believe that that's what sexuality is. But then we're getting such a disconnect. Um, unfortunately, there are there's AI now and and people don't, well, I, I would say people. Um, I think it's mostly the, mostly the male of the species. and I've had a lot of talks with men recently about them all they if they're in the presence of a woman they say oh a man can't be your friend they're always looking to fuck you you know it doesn't matter whether you're friends you men are incapable of being friends with women and i just think that that is a shame that we are like that in society because i happen to think that guys have a lot more to bring to the table than dick right And I wish that people would stop that because you're talking about the intimate experience and all these things and, and society. And a lot of people that I am hearing from, they're like, they just want the sexual experience, but they are missing out on a whole other level of intimacy. I mean, we can spend our whole lives doing all of these surface things. But when we're with our partner, at least occasionally, we should be able to go to a deeper place and want to, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that men and women are both lying to themselves, if they, if they don't realize that they want to have something that something deeper, something that allows them to be vulnerable, something that allows them to be connected at a different place, and and I think that there's so much going on in society right now and hopefully changing because of the age of Aquarius that will, will start going deeper instead of just keeping embracing this, this lie of, you know, instant gratification. Right. Yeah. We I don't only know, have... I kind of went off there, didn't I? <laughs> no no No,
2: you're right and and to be honest with you i don't know about the ai i think that's going to get worse because aquarius is all about like technology and so i think they'll definitely be like um a shift sex
0: robot will be your sex toy and your woman can be your authentic lover partner (laughs) (laughs) i
1: mean i don't want to give i don't want to give up my intimate sex with my partner for ai I mean, you know, there will be some
2: people that want to, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's going to become more of the thing I feel like. And I feel like the video stuff is going to be on the decline, you know, because it's Mm -hmm. not as real. And so, you know, I feel like that will definitely, but I feel also that there will be more people that are wanting to be connected too. So I feel like it's going to be both, you know, you're going to see it's it's one or the other because Aquarius also, you know, relates to connection. And also the whole acceptance of, like, polyamory and things like that, you know, will be more accepted. That's more various, you know, like, everybody in the group and, you know, that kind of stuff, so.
0: Everyone's just going to love everyone, and it's just going to be awesome. There's yeah. not going to be as many conditions. I mean, there's issues that we face collectively, but, like, at least we're going to be working together more instead of against each other more and we're going to be looking to connect closer
2: (laughs) yeah for sure
1: so do you mind ai
0: sexually uh
1: i mean do yeah. vibrators count as ai no like, that's what i'm no. saying i can't i can't really imagine like robot sex so i don't Yeah, right? i'm lying to myself
2: i've had sex with
0: people that were like robots
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna say no
1: <laughs> see we're talking about it but i but i wouldn't want that you know even even if you're like because there's times where it's just like you just want to have sex and and there's times where you want intimacy and you want to be held and and for and sometimes men, you just want and, that and dick. <laughs> because i think that i think that in a lot of ways because of society men are required to deny the fact that they want to be in a vulnerable space and be able to be in a vulnerable space and accepted by their partner and i think that there are a lot of partners uh, you know, and I'm talking about heterosexual because I don't want to be gender, but I'm talking right now heterosexuality, um, where, where a lot of women don't want to allow their partners to be the, the their vulnerable selves, right. Men right. need to be comforted and loved just as much as women desire to have that. Right. And, right. and just as much as, as men and women desire that comfort Both men and women desire to have power at times too. And so, you know, it's the yin-yang and the ability to do the reversal and not lie to yourself about the fact that it's pleasurable to have it always. And then to understand that that creates a gender neutral way of looking at things. And it's like, hello society, do you understand that being gender neutral allows you yin and yang within yourself? Right, we don't need to lie about that, and people get so uncomfortable about they, them, and different pronouns, and and um, being pansexual and 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 asexual and all these things. But why? Yeah, why? people are just be, be who we are.
2: Yeah, I think that'll become more of a thing. It will become more accepted to just be who you are. Um, It's that's what I was saying. The Pluto and Leo generation. It's taken a long time for it to get all the way here you know that's like a halfway of its cycle i think it cycles like over 200 something years so we we've hit a long stretch here where the the planet of destruction is about to come through (laughs) and it's going to pose all of those values that were enforced during pluto and leo generation you know because that was like 80 90 years ago you know so it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to change things as far as um, Aquarius goes, which includes the community, includes society, includes like, you know, those kinds of connections. It includes the internet. It includes, you know, all this kind of stuff. And so I think it'll definitely be a change where people are more who they want to be and accepted for that. I mean,
1: so yeah. I've got a question for you guys. Yeah, sure. So I'll start with Gabby. Ooh. Put on the What spot. is the biggest <laughs> lie you tell yourself?
0: How do I know? It's a lie. I haven't figured it out yet.
1: <laughs> okay, so oh, of, the, <laughs> of, of the lies that you have ever told yourself, then discovered, what one stands out in your mind? Oh my goodness.
0: Mm, I don't know. Maybe just like that people don't like me, but that's because... Like, I spent so much feeling like, I don't know, I wasn't good enough or that I didn't deserve to be in certain situations. I didn't deserve to have these good things. I guess it kind of, like, boils down to, like, imposter syndrome in a way because sometimes, like, even still, like, good things happen to me and I get upset because I feel like I don't things to be happening to me because of whatever reasons it's still something like well for example like I am in a new relationship and it's like a super like oddly healthy relationship and the fact that it's odd but it's like there's (laughs) literally days where I just like sit there and I like zone out and I just cried this isn't even real I don't deserve to have this I don't deserve to be where I am like blah 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 and then, I mean, at least my, like, internal voice, the other one is kind of, like, coming through strong. It's a bit shut up. Like, you know, being silly or whatever. But, I don't know, I guess that's a big one.
1: Just It is. A, that's things. a huge one because I think it resonates with a lot of people. So I'm going to ask you another question related to that. What is it that helped you be aware of this so that you can heal that and eventually just accept it? <laughs>
0: the pandemic having time to like shut down and disconnect from society and it's like just having that time to like be with myself and not have to worry about it like and just having the opportunity to live and just kind of connecting dots and being like okay you know what i've like, worked really fucking hard to get here or you know like i has been a person maybe i wasn't always greatly matched with somebody in the past but it just i still deserve to be there i don't know sorry there was a, my ipad and it just super distracted me <laughs> like ooh, the
1: wind um <laughs> you're good It's okay so, so awesome i i think that that will help the the echoes the people that are coming to the cave a tremendous amount to understand certain things like that how about you kendra
2: um, well, I've told myself quite a few lies over the years. Um, I think the <clears throat> most profound one was from childhood, obviously, like being told that I talk too much, being told that what I say doesn't matter, um, stuck with me for a very long time. I mean, even to the point where, like, I've, I've talked to y'all about this, like talking about spiritual stuff or astrology, even though I've been studying it for like 20 years always made me feel panicky because I wasn't accepted by the people around me. I mean, I'll let some of the echoes know I live in Texas, so it's not like, you know, a popular thing as it is in some other places of the world, you know? And so I always kind of felt judged and like I shouldn't be speaking up about these topics because it makes other people uncomfortable because they don't believe in them or whatnot. And then I, you know, finally realized that the people that want to hear about these things will show up and want to hear about it, you know, and I started actually putting myself out there to participate in talking about these topics in particular, because they were the ones that triggered me to feel like, you know, no, no, you can't talk about this because all the Christians are going to be mad, you know, so it was just kind of that, that whole thing helped me joining like the the cosmos community and like doing a lot of my consultations and just talking to people in the spiritual community more instead of like um thinking that everybody that is going to feel the same way instead of surrounding myself with just people that don't feel the same way i started like looking for others and trying to engage with them and it turns out like people do want to hear my voice. They do want to hear what I have to say about astrology. I have been studying it for so long. It's like, I feel like, you know, my voice is here to help others. And the message that comes through isn't even for me, it's for others, you know? And so that is a huge thing that helps me stay true to myself and not live in that lie anymore, is that I know I'm helping people by talking about this. And that makes me feel really good. And it makes me feel like I do have a purpose with it all is to help other people grow and, and, you know, shine a light on their own wounds and be able to speak their own voice and, and, you know, heal that within themselves.
1: That's awesome. Yay. What,
2: what about, about you? you Rain? Rain? <laughs> <laughs> We're both like jumping on it. Like you too, asking us hard questions. <laughs> yeah. And Cause
0: this is, this is the questions too. Like this is what you can check our social media to see what Siomara has to say about, her take on all of this and like what her lie is and that stuff as well. All right. So this
1: is, this is going to be weird for a lot of people, but I think a lot of people will also relate to this. Um, I didn't even realize until I was like 50 years old that I had grown up with a narcissistic mother. And so I have a way of looking at myself internally that is so different than when I look in the mirror. So when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, I look different. So it took me almost my whole life to actually realize I was pretty. And I would look in my, look in the mirror and it's like, oh, that's me. This isn't me. That's what I look like. Right. Because, because I've been programmed to, to, uh, not accept my beauty, right? Or that beauty was used for things and I never wanted to use being pretty like my, like I watched my mother do it, right? And use so it to
2: I, manipulate, yeah. yeah.
1: And so I was always about accomplishment and making money and all these kinds of things and keeping my looks out of everything. So, so it was almost like I, I believed that being pretty was like a bad thing. Right, in, in my head, right? and And so now that I've totally accepted myself, I still look at myself in the mirror and go, "Oh, that's who I am."
2: Yeah, it's still a recognize uh, yeah. I'm the
1: weirdest thing.
2: Yeah, I'm the same way. Sometimes when I say things, I've told all this. Like I will literally be like giving someone, you know, a message about their faultiness, and I don't even know what I'm. You know, like I'm not constructing all of that. It's such a like whoa moment because you're like, yeah, I'm doing,
1: I'm doing me. Yeah, and it's you know, and I don't. You know, people will tell me all the, all the time. Wow, you're sixty. Wow, you're beautiful, or this, that, or the other thing, and, and. I don't, I don't even react. I don't think like normal people do to compliments. Yeah. It's just like, oh, cool. You know, yeah. I, I don't look for attention or anything like that. It's, it, it's just a very different way of um, being in the world. And I think, I think this way that I am is really super healthy because I don't look for any kind of attention. Mm-hmm. It's I, such an awareness of myself. Right. When I look in the mirror and go to myself. I don't care about the outside world when yes. it comes to this. I look at myself and go, wow, you're actually pretty.
2: Yeah. It's right. not for anybody
1: else. It's just me.
2: It is, it is for you. Cause yeah, that's a big part of loving yourself, you know, is, is recognizing where you feel beautiful from within and it grows to without, you know, like that's Right. How it all works.
1: So
0: there you go that's awesome that actually you saying that kind of like triggered something within me too like it reminded me of like what probably one of the biggest masks that I was wearing in the past and had nothing to do with what I said earlier because like talking about like looks and stuff like that for me it was like I didn't think I was smart enough I thought all I had going for me was looks because you know like my brain always worked differently and I would make really weird connections and people would think it was funny, but they'd be like, oh, you're such a dumbass because like they didn't understand like how my brain got there. And I'd get it's a good thing you're pretty a lot or wow, you should be a model like, you know, and this was from some of the most like influential people in my life. And I remember in my early 20s, like there was one day that I and I don't even know where it came from, what triggered it. But it just fucking smacked me in the face. It was like I realized that I wasn't stupid at all. Like, I'm actually very intelligent. Like, I mean, maybe I don't have, like, a really high IQ or something. But, like, in just life in general, like, I'm very smart. But, you know, it's just I I just realized that it was everybody else around me. Not that they were necessarily stupid, but that they just didn't understand me. So I literally because I genuinely thought I was a stupid person for so long. And I just remember having that epiphany and just like bursting into tears and being like, holy shit, like my whole life has been a lie because like I've gotten myself into so many situations like with using my looks because people, you know, you're you're it's a good thing you're pretty. So, you know, I ended up in, like, sketchy situations where I've been, like, sexually assaulted by people because I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a model, so I'm going to go on, like, Kijiji, which be, I don't know if you guys have Kijiji in the States, but it's, like, Craigslist, and, like, look up like modeling jobs and stuff and always end up in like really sketchy situations like I've been sexually assaulted in multiple situations like that because I was like well I need to be a model because that's how I'm gonna make my money that's how I'm gonna do it because I'm pretty what, you know yeah that's
2: what you were told is that was your value and yeah that's exactly the, the sad part of it all it really is
0: it is. And I think, like, I'm not the lot. only person that goes through that, you know, like, right. multiple people have happened, yeah. like, that's happened to that's, so many people.
2: I know, that's and what that's, what I that's another thing. Say. Like, everyone right. told that at some point, like, oh, we don't need to hear from you. Just sit there and look pretty. Yeah. You know? Right. And I mean, it had a lot of like
0: turmoil in my personal life as well, because like, I'm five foot six and I've been like I've been between 115 and 130 pounds but now I'm like almost 160 pounds and like I know I know I'm not ugly I know none of that because like you know fat's not ugly anyway but because like there was so much value put on my looks that so many people like now that I'm like my looks are changing and they're not what they used to be I'm like holy fuck like what do I have like what am I gonna do what do I have going for me like I'm not as worthy anymore because I'm now I'm fat, like, (laughs) you know,
2: yeah and that's a lie that's such a lie
1: it is it, is, so it is such it is such a lie
0: yeah. everybody funny beautiful. how like all of these this these lies that you know we create for ourselves from like mm-hmm. our situations and our lives and they like will always no matter how much like there's stages that you go through because right. it's like it will always seep into your life for the rest of your life you're never gonna not deal with this shit yeah like,
1: but, will, but... sorry But I mean, but that's why we're doing this to to raise to raise awareness in just a real way, a real human way that we all go through this stuff. And and as long as we're on this journey, we're going to keep going through different things and.
2: It it constantly evolves because it never can be the same test. It's always a different lesson. It might look the same. It might feel the same, but they're always just up in your level. You're just like up in your game. You're getting more opportunities to prove yourself to yourself. You know, like I am worthy of this. I don't need to subscribe to society's norms. And Gabby, I will tell you too, like any Aquarius I've ever met or anybody with heavy Uranus placements always feel even from like young children, like they don't belong. It's the wound of the Aquarius, like that whole community thing. Like it's part of your spirit's journey to learn that you are a very important part of the community, you know? You're usually, by the end of the lesson, you realize you're usually like leading the community, you know, because you evolve through that, not feeling welcome, not having friends, not feeling like you belong to going through all these life lessons to then when it teaches you, you know, that you do belong and you actually care a lot about the community and they recognize that within you.
1: Yeah. I, I think that Gabby's a uh, sound cut out. And so it's, but we're getting really close to the end. Anyway, we're like, we have, just yeah, a well, we can minutes. just go ahead and wrap up. And, and so you can find Vcave cave echo in on Instagram. Uh, Eventually, we're going to do YouTube videos. Uh, I know that the gals are doing some TikTok. I'm not there yet because I'm the oldster of the group. I'm 60. So I have some technology to catch up on. Uh, And we're hoping to get out on at least eight different platforms. Hopefully, we will be out there soon. We love that you came into the cave. And uh, we can't wait to hear back from you. So... Yeah, Love absolutely.
2: Love you guys. Love Until you guys. Time. Oh for back. tune in. I'm <laughs> back
0: just in time.
2: <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys in the cave next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs>